make of it. Our love is what we make of it. Our love is what we make of it. Our love is what we make of it. Sex for smart people. That means you. Hello and welcome to the last episode of Sex for Smart People. After this, we will no longer have sex or we will no longer be smart. Oh no. Or we will no longer be people. Oh, I hope not. After this, it's just called a whiff. (laughs) I feel kind of sad, but it's time for transition and transformation. I'm really proud of what we've built and our listenership keeps increasing. Thank you so much to everybody who tunes in uh, and is in this conversation with us. And the very short version, in case you don't want to listen to the full episode, is that um, we are going to transition and transform into a new podcast of some sort uh, within about a year or so. If you'd like to be in touch with us about what's next, um, you can simply stay subscribed to our feed and um, we'll make sure to give a shout out when there's something new and or if you want to make extra certain to know what's next, we would love, love, love to stay in touch with you. You can sign up for our mailing list on our website, sexforsmartpeople.com and or you can always email us and be in touch about anything anytime. Hello at Sex for Smart People goes to both Dave and me. If you want to get me directly, it's vice president at whitehouse.gov. <laughs> Build a fence around Mike Pence <laughs> is something I heard chanted at a rally I was at recently. Um, uh, Dave. Yes. What are your pronouns and how are you today? Oh, hi. I'm Dave. My pronouns are he and him. Ryan. Uh-huh. My pronouns are they and them. And just like... How are you? It's been a while since we've checked in. Oh, you know, um, everything is uh, very bad in the world. Uh, other than that, I'm fine. <laughs> As a friend of ours said, I think we need just a new, a new way of checking in about how we are to say what you just said succinctly. Um, I've been saying that I feel like at once, you know, sometimes overwhelmed, but mostly like a ferocious warrior of love that like the more I'm conscious of the shit storm from on high, I just feel like really, really fired up. And, um, I, this super wise thing that Arundhati Roy said in 2002, I keep thinking about, um, about how, our strategy should not only be to confront empire, but to lay siege to it and um, big list, but like also with our joy, our brilliance, our sheer relentlessness and um, that we don't need to believe in the notions of inevitability of, of what is happening and stay in touch with all of the other stories that are true about all of the movements that have been ongoing already and are only growing in power um, of real resilience of the power of tenderness and mutual care and she ends the quote with another world is not only possible, she's on her way on a quiet day. I can hear her breathing. And I've been saying there are no quiet days these days. Um, and most days I can not only hear her breathing, I can hear her like shouting and singing at the top of her lungs. And um, in as much as I want to resist, 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 I also want to stay so deeply in touch with the things that I feel are connected to to that other world 
singing at the top of her lungs. That's lovely. That's lovely. I hope I, I, I hope to embody that more. I think a lot of my time these days is spent fretting and worrying. Um, remember to sing good and happy songs and to do little dances and to tell people that you love that you love them. Write someone a letter. Just do it. Pick someone, someone that you miss that you owe a letter to and just write it and um, call your goddamn Congress people. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> um, I just want us to reflect for a minute about just like what has doing this podcast meant to us. I know for me, it's been so powerful and so profound and only possible with you, Dave, who every time I speak about you to friends of mine, I, was, I am actually like often like moved to tears about how my life is better in every way because we were partners for six years, because we did this podcast together. And um, I really, this podcast, doing this podcast has been life-changing and really humbling in terms of learning how much I don't know. <laughs> and this idea of learning in public has been really powerful to me, specifically like listening to earlier episodes and, and how, oh my gosh, there's still so much I have to learn. But in terms of like talking about gender complexity, I remember when I, I misgendered our guest, I said the wrong pronouns on, on, uh, episode eight and, um, and checked in with that. And that planted seeds for how I think about gender. And now uh, here I am going by they, them and having lots of public conversations about gender complexity and so much more connected to trans rights and trans justice than ever before. And also I feel like when we started, I had a much less examined and more limited view of sex positivity, like almost as if like, because my personal journey has been of, um, pretty extreme from, from utter shame around my body and my sex sexuality to utter celebration that I think that sometimes the way in which I would talk about sex positivity or sexuality from a place of wholeness was really, um, just not considering all the ways or like as, as one of our episodes is called get rid of the idea that sex can be easy or just like, um, everybody is so complex and that like the, the, how fucked up it is that the majority of people have experienced some kind of sexual trauma and, um, and to really consider that when we talk about sex positivity to, to hold in mind, um, a wider range of experiences than mine. And I'm so grateful for the guests that we have had who have called me into a deeper understanding of that. And I'm hungry to keep learning more and there's so much more too, but just getting the opportunity to be in public conversation with so many of my heroes. I can't, I can't believe I'm so, <laughs> I'm so grateful that, that we've gotten to do this. Yeah, the opportunity to have conversations with people who, um, in in their lives, in their work, uh, model the kind of world that I want to see and build and be a part of has just been uh, wholly inspiring. Um, wholly there, you know, sort of as a double entendre. <laughs> Um, and our feed is going to stay up. As I said, I'm delighted to see that our listenership keeps increasing. I'm so, it, I feel proud to have put this resource out in the world. And, um, 
And I guess let's just speak to a little bit about like what's next in your life and uh, what might be next podcast wise. Uh, um, what is next in my life? Um, you know, my cat is good. Two of them. What are their names? Uh, what, what and Wilhelmina. Um, uh, yeah, are, are, they're good. Um, I, uh, I am continuing to write and, uh, make, make art in the way that, that I like to, which, um, which makes me happy and engage with people and create good things. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to keep riding that train. And if folks want to keep riding that train with you and engage with your work outside of sex to smart people, how might they do that? Twitter, I guess. I'm at David J. McGee. David, the letter J, McGee. Um, also, you should ride a real train. If you haven't in a while, um, go ride on a real train if you have the opportunity to. It's very good. I rode a train across the whole country, and it was very good. And here is my review of trains. Pretty good. <laughs> I'm not going to argue with that. Um, I am up to a lot of different things. Um, I have a queer and trans community choir in New York City. If you're in New York and you want to connect with us, you can email singwithfullmoon at gmail.com. And something that has grown directly out of this podcast, I can't believe that this is true, but it is true that I'm the chief director of content for a new dating app for kinky people um, called Kinked In. And uh, we're just in alpha testing now and building toward beta testing. And I really believe in this thing and the the way it's a part of the wider culture shifts that I would like to see toward real community accountability um, in terms of consent culture and and holding reports of abuse with nuance and um, and in terms of radical welcome and like who we're accountable to, um, we hope to provide a, a vibrant and viable alternative to FetLife um, and also be so much more welcoming to those who either never found a home at at FetLife or who might not feel permission to call themselves kinky. Um, my whole deal with it is that it's we're creating a thing for people who are whole integrated people who are also kinky. And, um, and so you can go to try And even if you're just curious, I encourage you to sign up one. Cause it's just like, I'm really excited about the resources that we're going to send, uh, send your way. And also because the faster our numbers grow on our mailing list, the easier it makes us to get funding that will enable us to build this thing as, as fully and as quickly as we would like. So, um, so please do go to trykinkedin.com and please share that with who any, who, who anybody, whoever might be interested. And then, um, the third major thing that's going on in my life that has to do with what might be next podcast wise. Um, I've long said that what's most deeply important to me is sitting in the question of who and how are we together and who and how might we be together. That has so much to do with who and how we might be together as lovers, as families. It also has to do with who we, who and how might we be together as, as communities and as citizens of the world. And I am not necessarily a person of faith in God. I say I'm a person of faith in humanity against all odds, a person of faith in a future that we have not yet experienced. Um, and I've been beginning to consider everything I do as a ministry. And um, 
And I actually, I founded an alternative divinity school for soulful community builders, and I'm currently studying justice ministries education at Auburn Seminary, which is basically kind of like a chaplaincy program for um, for community organizers. And I'm in there with some organizers of Black Lives Matter and Make the Road, and just so grateful to be learning with, from, and alongside um, folks who are religious or not religious, but who are asking these deep questions about like the political crises that we are in, like go beyond, goes far beyond policy and, and it are moral and spiritual crises, I think. And, and have to do with the thing that Grace Lee Boggs said that like, we need in order for real change to happen, we need to become more human humans. And so how to do organizing, how to do activism in a way that acknowledges that is the thing that I'm most deeply passionate about. That's the new podcast title, Human for Human Humans. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> we'll think about it. Um, but I... So so something that is stirring of what sex or smart people might be growing into. And again, I'm committed to this year being a learning year and actually not speaking publicly as much and, and just learning. Um, but Sex or Smart People started as a sex and relationships podcast. It grew to be sex and relationships in the context of our collective liberation. Um, I joke in the justice ministry thing that I used to be a fundamentalist evangelical Christian, and now I'm a fundamentalist about our our collective liberation. Um, but so so we started sex and relationships, and then like would contextualize with our collective liberation. And I really feel pulled to have a podcast about that leads with our collective liberation. I want to talk about the refugee crisis. I want to talk about transformative justice and forgiveness. I want to talk about mass incarceration. I want to talk about all of these things without crowding out the place that sex and bodies and queerness and desire has in all of those things and and so often doesn't get talked about when those other things get talked about. And so um, who knows? It won't be for at least several months that something starts, but that's uh, that's kind of the direction that my mind and heart are going. Human for human humans. Human, human, human. <laughs> Can you get human in there at least two more times in a title? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, quickies? Do you have a quickie? Sure. Um, uh, uh, as you know, um, things are very bad. And I had, uh, I had the notion that the banner headline, like full, the biggest font they have, 2,000 point impact font headline in every newspaper every day should be somehow still president. That's really should just be on every, every, you know, when you walk by the museum or whatever it's called in Washington, D.C., and they have all the, the headlines from all the world. They should just say that every day. And so what I've been doing, this is probably not like super good for mental health, but I do like it as a check-in is that I wake up and then I remember I, 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 I grab my phone and I look to see if that's still true. And then it has been every day for the past month. And then I tweet in all caps, somehow still president. So this is a thing that um, I'm doing as a sort of um, because it's uh, I am doing it. It is a it is making me wake up with a bad thought. But also one day I won't do it because it will no longer be true. And so it is a a marking time until that day with this terrible thing. But I recommend it. Um, uh, the other quickie that I have is um, oh, I already did the trains. I ruined it. Ride a train. Call your Congress people. Hug a cat. Hug a cat if you're not allergic. I wish I could hug a cat. Um, if you're allergic, hug a tree kangaroo. 
Tree kangaroo. Where can I find a tree kangaroo? Tree. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whoa. You're, you're dropping such <laughs> wisdom today, Dave. Um, <laughs> oh, quickies. Huh. Okay. Dave has another. I wanted to take the moment to say that none of this happens without you and none of this happens without you. This whole section for people thing. I, I did almost no work to make it happen uh, at all. Like really at all. I showed up and, and, and said stupid things into the microphone once in a while. And then that was pretty much my contribution, which is not a lot of one. So thank you so much for making this amazing thing. That has been a very big and important part of my life and that I have loved being a part of. And just thank you for being you. And that is very, very awesome. And I'm very thankful that you included me in this amazing thing that you built. Oh, Dave McGee, I love you so much. Thank you for showing up in the way that you did. And this has been just such a joy. And uh, now we're joking that we have to have a book club together because we're used to um, getting together regularly to do podcasts. And so now maybe we will have a book club or we could just be friends. We could just like hang out and like each other. Um, That has to do with, though, I want to thank everybody who uh, is listening now and who has ever tuned in to Sex or Smart People for witnessing our learning in public, for being an active part of this conversation, for emailing us your thoughts, for letting us know how we should shape how we are growing. Um, I feel so grateful that, uh, um, whoa, love and gratitude all around. And please stay in touch with us. Sign up the mailing list, stay on the feed. We'll let you know what's next. Yeah. Yeah. What what is next? We know how we have to end. Oh, oh bye. bye.